the Ovix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host, too stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing the strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Experts, baby, UPX. Helps if I come off mute. Welcome, everybody, to the Upland Property Experts Podcast. I'm your co-host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening, brother? Living the dream. It is sweaty hot here in Texas. We've been having a hell of a heat um, heat wave here. Yeah, so just surviving that. Uh, Lots of pool days. I, I can I can imagine. Um, We've had a busy week here just running around. Had bad show prep today. It just happened to be one of the days that get home from work, and it was kid activity after kid activity. My son's baseball game was going long. I'm like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, look, it's 822. They're down 11 to 4. They're just going to call the game because it's a two-hour time limit or six innings. I'm like, they'll just call it because the team they're losing to is up to bat. They're the home team. We're done. I'm like, perfect timing. And they're like, you guys want a bat, coach? I'm like, Argh. the kids are like, yeah, uh-huh. bat. I'm like, no. So then I'm messaging everybody. I'm like, I'm going to slide right in the door, make sure this, this, and this. Like texting my wife. I'm like, make sure this is ready and text you, let you know. So it's just been one running day. I did get the data. I was just not able to put it into slides. Um, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, my my nephew also came into town today, so that's been an adventure. We went, uh, we were playing some Diablo, which is super cool. the uh, The multiplayer on Diablo, you can play two player, same screen. Really? Oh, it's it's so well. I am. I've always been a big fan of Diablo too. It was actually like one of the first like uh, big online games that I got into. Uh, I remember in like junior high or whenever it was out, like just staying up all night, like waiting till my parents went to bed, like sneaking upstairs to the family computer. And my brothers and I would like rotate shifts of just like grinding Mephesto runs <laughs> uh, like all night long. And then like, uh, you know, Diablo three was like, meh, I-, I didn't really get too into it. And then they were like, the Diablo Immortal, which was like, oh, like a mobile, you know, you know, I love mobile, so I was really excited for it, but it just did not have it. But Diablo Four is a masterpiece. Like, I, I don't, I don't throw that around lightly, but like they have done so many quality of life things uh, that just make the gaming experience so smooth. Um, even like the multiplayer, the way that the multiplayer is done, the way that the world, um, like world bosses and world events, they've made it really seamless. They've removed a lot of the friction. It feels really fun to play. Um, you can essentially be any level and be in pretty much any zone and play with everybody. So my nephew's like 20 levels below me. But we're in a group, and the, the the monsters scale to both of us. It's very very cool. Zilla, what up, girl? Yeah, so um, Swirly's so, able to join us again. Back on back on his normal time, and he stopped his globe trotting so he can catch us normally again. We were missing him live for a while. God, uh, yeah, Swirly, welcome back. We got lots. We got 
Zany socks in the Zany socks. Michael, Paul, Milton, let's go. Yeah, we got uh we got a great episode. We have uh hot topics to talk about on what's going on in Upland. Car sales came out, that's interesting in itself, so we'll get into that. Uh mm, we, yeah. We do have uh, the one and only Crypto Worm. He's doing some real cool things in L.A., the city itself, and in Upland. So he's really making that cross between the real world and the metaverse. I'm going to have him on the show to talk about what's going on there. And Rock Drago will be back on uh, at the end of the month. He'll be able to give us the neighborhood ratings, let us know if he thinks that a neighborhood's going to beat another neighborhood or it's pretty locked up and what to expect for the month of July. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah. I liked, I like talking to him. I like people that are into the numbers. So that's super cool. Absolutely. Glad, uh, glad he's available for us. So really appreciate we could get him on. Um, yes. And then next week, I, I know it's early to talk about next week, but super excited about that too. John Morris, CEO and co-founder of nowhere will be on the show. Uh, Big things coming. Really excited to talk with him and about everything going on there. Um, He wants to broadcast from nowhere, so we'll work out the logistics of how we stream live from nowhere and YouTube at the same time. So we'll figure that out for everybody. Um, Yeah. Oh, no, I'm jazzed. Lots Lots of big potential. I can't wait to talk to him some more. Yeah. And if you haven't, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel and hit that bell for notifications. Uh Ding. June was a crazy month. I can't believe we flew through June so quickly. Oh my gosh, June is over, eh? Yeah. And after I get back from vacation, I should have some more time to do some streams on the weekend. And thank me later, myself, we'll have some more of the random streams that are out there. Uh, and I still got to get everybody my May update, and then the June update will come. And the Hyde Park Ninjas broadcast live on Friday nights at 9 p.m. If you did not know that, go support them. They're uh, broadcasting every Friday night. So I'll remind you at the end of the show, too. Get it. Let's go, Ninjas. All right. Um, I didn't have a chance to do the slides this week. But for your market update, I did have a couple things that jumped out uh, that I just wanted to quickly talk about. London has now passed Rutherford for number three overall. So your top five cities are Manhattan, Santa Clara. Uh-oh, we got terrible twos going on. Um, Ooh, terrible twos. He does not want to go to bed, and he keeps crashing through the doors. So we'll hear some ruckus and some screaming, but it'll be okay. I mean, it's still, it's still not as loud as the freaking train. True. Don't worry, that that will come through here in a little bit, too. Um, But you have Manhattan, Santa Clara, London, Rutherford, San Francisco rounds out your top five. So San Francisco's worked its way down all the way to number five. Um, They've been there Mm. for a bit. But, yeah, London is now, they had a 26% gain in their UPEX floor, which is technically, uh, I wouldn't call it one week because the floor last week, the individual that has the two lowest properties was in jail and still is in Alcatraz, so I had the floor wrong last week, um, so it really didn't happen this oh. week. But your top five cities, U.S. dollar floor has dropped in price this week, so the difference between their UPEX floor is Manhattan and Santa Clara. The prices got, they really didn't get much closer. They kind of, even though both of them dropped, they kind of expanded in in how far apart they are. Um, and then in the bottom five, or the five lowest cities, Rio de Janeiro has now dropped below Detroit, so that is the cheapest floor city to buy in. 
once again, mm-hmm. always check your floor markups. It's not usually the best deal, but that's what we like to talk about is your entry point. Um, definitely do your research. There's definitely a lot of deals out there. Uh, well, from a from a flipping perspective, like that's where I, I feel like, and maybe that that would be interesting. Um, I'm going to put that on my list for for data points of like what percent of transactions happen in the bottom ten percent of the um, like price point, right? So if you have a floor of ten thousand, what percent of the trades are done between nine thousand and say twelve thousand upx versus you know twelve thousand plus? Because my suspicion would be that 80% of a city's transactions, uh, volume-wise, would be happening in the floor region. I I just feel like that's how people tend to buy. Um, Now, it would likely be a little different, like especially like collections and stuff like that. But even that, I would imagine it's you're going to see mostly floor activity. and then the next thing would be markup, right? So larger properties that have a cheaper markup. Um, yeah. So I definitely think like that would be some interesting statistics that uh, I might work with the, the data teams to to try to look at, because uh, that'll give you an idea. If you're going to get into an, to a city, and like you were saying, the markup percent on the floor is important uh, because that's going to tell you how much meat is on the bone if you are minting fresh. Uh, and give you an idea, hey, when new cities are coming out, the floor is where a lot of people play. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. It's the highest visibility. It's the easiest to track. When you zoom out over a city and click search, those are going to be the first properties that appear. When you go to any of the data sites, especially UpX World, uh, then you, know, you search for those cheapest sales. Like That's how the floor just uh, permeates. So, And... Going from last week, the difference between the UPEX floor price and U.S. dollars, Buenos Aires saw the biggest uh, contraction of their prices coming closer. Uh, they went up. There was a 16.45% change in the the prices coming closer together. Your biggest delta was Cleveland. It saw their prices uh, increase, drift apart by 12.14%. So, Rio, do wait. You say Rio uh, contracted? Buenos Aires contracted. Buenos Aires. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, did Brenna, didn't Buenos Aires have an expansion? Porto had the ex- expansion. Porto had the or expansion? no? Hold on. Um, Sao Paulo had the expansion. I'm sorry. Oh man. Yeah, Sao, I, I, Sao Paulo had the expansion. Sao Paulo. My brain always is getting like it's hard for me to keep track of uh, <laughs> all the cities now. Uh, okay. Because I'm curious, like. I'm always curious how those expansions affect uh, the market, um, specifically like markups or the difference in UPEX and USD. Uh, I think that's uh, a really interesting statistic to look at. And something I was surprised, I did just start tracking the median prices. I was able to find something to do that rather quickly. Um, I was surprised to see that the median median UPEX price in Fresno was Four hundred and ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and forty-five upex. Well, but is that really? I feel like median because is that like that's the middle? Like, that's the average. But the thing is, like, no, not the so- average. The it's the middle. Average is average. Median's the middle. Uh, I. All I'm saying is that's a bad number because there's so many people that mark up 
just ridiculous prices. Right. So you're <laughs> Paul Paul says Frez no. <laughs> um I think it was the epi- I think that we had an episode named that. Yes. Um, don't say no, Frez, don't Frez. say Frez yes. Yeah, it was don't say Fresno, no, say Fresh yes. That's right. And Manhattan, the median in Manhattan is nine hundred and ninety five thousand UPEX. Yeah, but again, like, is that really a valid metric? Because well, so many people just put it at max price. Like, wouldn't that skew the numbers? But no, you see, people got mad at me when I went with the average. And so I'm doing the median, which is just takes the middle. It takes all the, it's the middle. So yeah, it just seems like a pointless metric to me. Well, people I don't, don't like the average. People don't like, nobody likes any, nobody likes any data. They just want utility and they'll be happy. <laughs> No, no, no. I don't think that that's true. I think if you can put a, a value proposition against the data. So like when we're talking about the difference in USD price from the difference in uh, UPEX price and what it means to like go, hey, these are where you want to buy for UPEX. These are where you want to buy for USD. And here's why. And when we talk about four markups versus net markups, like those have tremendous value. Uh, when we talk about like the the shift in the floor, uh, those kind of things to me have a lot of value. I think if you had a way to like carve out like the ones that were like ridiculously overpriced, so obviously just like people that aren't realistically, they're just listing it so they maybe they don't get offers or listing it just in case. Like if there was a way to statistically remove those outliers then you might get a clearer picture of like, well, what is the median sale? And I would say the median sale would be hugely valuable or average. Like the average sale of the last month in Manhattan and the average sale uh, of properties in San Francisco. Well, I got some stuff coming up for you next month. So we're we're right around the corner. I got some stuff for you next month. Um, And I know Grom's pretty busy with uh, his uh, uh, Upland Kingdoms, Um, but definitely we want to get him on the show to talk about it and definitely work on some of this data stuff with him. Um, But where I was going with the median. Oh, did little Bob reach out to you yet, by the way? uh, No. My web guy, the web guy for Upex World, Lil Bob, okay. I gave him your contact. And okay. I thought I, maybe I thought I made a group chat, but uh, he is, uh, for July, he's been instructed to do anything you want. Awesome. All right. So I'm excited. He's your, he's your developer. Let's go crazy. Awesome. Now, where I was going with the, the median is there are some cities here, if you look at the UPEX and the dollars, that are pretty pretty close. Like Arlington, the median UPEX price is almost 30000 and the median price is $25. And then you have something like Bring Me Ham is just about 16000 UPEX, and it's $11. That's kind of far there, but something like... Uh, Brooklyn's 57,000 up X, 50 US dollars. Uh, Buenos Aires is 30,000 up X with $25. So you're seeing that there are cities out there that are pretty close with the up X to US dollars uh, difference there. Um, like New Orleans is 38,000 up X, $32. And you have something, the best one though is. Uh, Queens, it's seventeen, just about eighteen thousand upex and fifteen dollars uh, U.S. dollar difference. That's not too bad. So, so it was interesting. It, yeah. it, it was interesting looking at the median and how much closer your upex and U.S. dollars is compared to the floor. Yeah, 
No, it is for sure. Yeah, no, we call it Bring Me Ham. If, you, if you're new to the show, um, it's London and Bring Me Ham. Yes. So London and Bring Me Ham, and that goes to the uh, Upland Meat Club episode. And... The Upland Meat Club. <laughs> yes. We got to get a, a monthly meat subscription. Drop a comment if you would like to join the <laughs> Upland Property Experts meat subscription, <laughs> monthly meat subscription. And we'll send you a meat MF NFT each month on wax. Oh my God. And we could call it Bring Me Ham. Yes. It's just like ham themed um, and meat themed NFTs. <laughs> yes, mm. absolutely. I, I, oh I, man. I do like that. All right. But those are. We're going to team up with more cheese because you can open up a sandwich shop and we can put it on Ooh, the sandwich. There you go. Goldsmith has got the McRib. Dude, we got a bunch of foodies in this community. That's all I'm saying. Send me hot dogs. <laughs> I'll bring the carrots from Upland Kingdoms. We'll make a stew. There we go. There you go. I like it. Oh, we can add a, a little bit of ninjava for flavor. Hmm? Ooh, there you, you go. Ninjava on that. All right. as as llama meat. And with that note. <laughs> and on that note. Loving Upland Kingdoms. I got, I don't have time. I hear everybody and I'm seeing all the posts about it. It's, it comes down to time. Um, yeah. Anyway, with with the llama meat, we'll just move on. That's there's no good segue out of that one. Uh, but <laughs> it's time to bring on. Uh, we do have Crypto Worm sitting backstage. Uh, met him in Vegas this year. Uh, very excited. Got to talking with him, discussing, and uh, he's got some exciting stuff going on. So I'll let him tell us about it. Yeah, rocking the G G Week shirt too. Love it. How you doing, my friend? You guys hear me? Yes. Oh Lord! Now I dropped my it dropped my sound. Give me one second here, fellas. Oh no! Did you just join Cheese? Did you miss the whole thing? We're we're making a meat club. Yeah, you have my, to go back and watch now. Um, yes, Uplandia is also great too. I I'm very I've been very impressed uh, with this year's um, layer two stock. If you can hear me, I can hear you now. We can hear you. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll go with the uh, we'll go with the basics first before we get into what you're doing. How did you get into Upland, and how long have you been playing? I'm sorry, dude. I keep dropping your sound for some reason. I don't know if it's on my end or your end. Oh, okay. Uh, how yeah. long? How long? Yeah, I can... How long have you been playing? Yeah, I. Hmm. So it's like I hear you for a second, then you drop off when I get away from my settings. I'm not hmm. certain what's going on here. See, How about I drop back into the uh, into the uh, lobby and then come back on once we get this sound worked out? All right, sounds good. We'll be back. All right, we'll, we'll come back to Crypto Worm. Um, I guess while we wait for that, we can talk about the car sales from MV Motors. They had 615 Ooh. cars for sale. It was a total of ninety-seven million one hundred and twenty-five thousand upex, which is um, a pretty low sale. It's been their lowest sale since uh, March, but you can tell that the market's saturated. They sat there for a long time. 
They sat there for a very long time. Sorry, I'm just looking at this uh, fort that's coming for sale. A fort? Fort Wayne. Okay. Um, no, so they did. They, But um, honestly, like, I don't necessarily view that as a bad thing. I mean, I think... You know, everybody in the community cried for a long time about the availability of cars. I said it last time. I will double, triple down on it at this point. Like, there is no reason. If you wanted a car and, like, again, you have reasonable funds. Like, if you want a 10000 up X car, no. Sorry, fam. It's called a but, go-kart. Yeah, it's called a go-kart. Like, wait for that. But... If you, I mean, you could have got a Series 4 really cheap. You could have got a Series 1. And, I mean, these were available, I believe, most of them even after. Like, even if you didn't register, you could have got them. Yeah, they, um, they staggered it. So, even if you didn't register, just like Cheese is saying, you know, you had to wait a day and a half, and they were popping up. And you could buy them. It was interesting. Yeah, like... um, Let's see, because I'm now, I'm like, actually, I'm curious because I got mine delivered. I'm trying to see which ones I actually bought. Because I bought the Series 4R. Uh, I was just trying to see if I got any good mints. 30, I got a 17 Series 4. I got two Series 4 and two Series 4Rs. Um, hey, yeah. And it's only... It only took six months, but people have started to realize it happens at, at the end of every month, and this just isn't an upland money suck. Um, wait, say that one more time? <laughs> at the, the last week of every month, anywhere from the 23rd or 24th to the 29th, Upland sells MV motor cars, and they've been doing it since January. But, you know, for a while, everybody's like, oh, here comes another money suck from Upland. No, they're getting the cars. They're getting them out there. And I, I didn't hear it as much this time, but then I heard the nobody wants the cars. There's no utility argument to it. Um, I think now that it's more available to people and you can be selective and you have more cars going under mint, for sale, which you can get some pretty good deals on some pretty sweet cars, too. Yeah, that's true. You know what? We haven't seen semis come up for sale in a while. No, they have not. I would say semis, yes, I would agree with that. Series 1E, Series 1R, yeah, I would say that those are pretty high demand. And the cargo uh, vans. The cargo vans, maybe. Um I mean, you're going to need the cargo vans. If they implement what Edan was talking about is you're going to be able to purchase something and have it transported to you. You're going to need the car. You'd want the cargo ban- vans for, you know, inner city transfers from shops to properties. Yeah, I wouldn't buy an existing. Sem- I don't know. I feel like I don't know what the price in the semi truck market is. I don't know if it's soft because overall. Uh, cars are soft or because they haven't really brought out a 2023 semi if it's going to be higher um oh wow seen an s1 ego for 160 day yeah but what are they meant at uh an s1 um an s1e cargo vans the second best transport yeah that's for sure um and i think for a lot of people the cargo van especially for inter like like inner city 
Um, <laughs> cars as transportation is supposed to come. Yeah. Yeah, it is two days. Uh, actually, January, February, JFM, January, February, March, April, May, June. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my gosh. It's the end of June already? Oh, my goodness. We just said that about 20 minutes ago. I know, but like, it's still. <laughs> so, hey, look, oh, look, I got my. Uh, Blue Rain took a, took a picture and then made it into a thing. Nice. Of us at at Genesis. Make- yeah. And then she sent yeah. it to you? No, she gave it to me at G Week. How hmm. insane is that? Like, I don't know how she, I don't know if she, like, made it at home. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, she's right there, so she could go home. Yeah. And- no, I have all, I like all my little things. And then this is my, oh, <laughs> he's not, he's a green turtle, but he's green screen color. My, my, <laughs> my green screen. And then, and then, and then Shaq gave me this beautiful, uh, Ooh, diamond encrusted turtle. Ooh, sparkly. Yes. So right. I keep all my. I I'm a very sentimental person when it comes to the things like that. So they they all sit on my desk and they make me very very happy. I got my shack heart. That's what I got. All right. Oh yeah, I mean, the shack heart's on my door actually. We'll go ahead and uh, try crypto worm again. We'll bring him back on. How are we doing oh. now? Good, good. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Perfect, perfect. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are we cutting out ahead, or are sorry. we good? No, it was a little delay, and so that that sound, I can see it there. Nice toy. Okay, it's uh, not a yeah. toy; it's a plushy collectible. <laughs> well, I have right. a few of those myself. Well, no, and I got it. I got it from Morchies. So, okay, oh, okay. Uh, well, it goes goes with the bring me ham. I think it is. No, well, I, my my avatars are turtles. Everyone turtles. Gotcha. Turtles. Turtles are my thing. Yeah. Oh, um, I see. <laughs> yes. So, Crypto Worm, uh, how long have you been playing Upland and what got you into Upland? Give some people a little background on how you got into the game. Then we'll jump into what you're doing in uh, Gramercy Park. Gramercy Park, yeah, definitely. Um, well, got in the game, I'd say at, in December, it'll be actually three years now. So, I've been in the game for quite a while now. I think. My release city was Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Kind of heard about the game before. Just real brief background. Had been into crypto, mining, NFTs, things of that nature. So that kind of just spawned the idea of, okay, I eventually want to own some property. Was late on some of the earlier stuff like sand and some of those things that, that became too expensive. And I saw an opportunity here. I think this actually piqued my interest more because it was relatable. You can click on a site, you can look at the street, you can see what's going on there um, locally um, to kind of get an idea of what you're buying. Whereas in the other virtual worlds, it's kind of just, there's no relation to what's in real life. And so for me, I'm into you know investing. So, okay, I can buy something for a few dollars. There's a market. People are buying it back for higher prices. Well, it seems like fun. So I just kind of just got in and started going wild, buying things way over mint, you know, uh, not really doing any research at all. And so like everyone else, uh, you, you kind of take those bumps and bruises and then you just you start to get the hang of the game. You get into Discord and Facebook and all these other places and you kind of learn. And, and it was just something that just it started off cool for me. And then it just became a passion where, you know, people around me are like, dude, are you like, 
like what's going on with you? And like, why, why aren't you in the real world as much as you used to be? And so I figured I'd start to try to take that real world that's missing me now and bring them into the, into the virtual world. And so Upland's where I, I kind of landed and from there, LA is what took me off, uh, took, took off for me because, you know, for me being born in LA, um, specifically in Gramercy Park, um, able to then go and buy the house that I was born in, uh, things of that nature was something that really kind of tied it, tied it in for me. And so I would kind of share some, some background stuff. My computer's tricky. The sound's been acting up, so I don't really want to get too wild with it, but just real briefly, we have a B shop in Gramercy Park. That's what started the group. Um, from taking that group, seeing people come in, interact, um, buying bees, things of that nature. I'm like, Hey, maybe you ought to make a thing of this because what I noticed is a lot of the people that were coming to the shop were people that were actually having properties in that area. So I assume they're like, Hey, they're checking their properties. They see a shop there, go inside. Oh, I got something I may like, or I may want to sell some of my bees. And so that's what got the early entries involved. And, and I apologize. I live literally next door to a um, airport and, my studio is getting built out in the garage. So for right now, I'm working out of my, my bedroom. And so you guys got to bear with me for a little bit. Um, but with that said, Gramercy Park is a uh, thriving in, uh, network right now. We have, I'd say, about 50 people in the, in the Discord that are serious. You know, obviously you have more people that, that are there and that are kind of just looky-loos. But there's some some big players in, involved. Um, and going to, you know, Genesis Week is where I was able to, to kind of link up with some of the people that really bought into some of the things that we're looking to do. Um, um, you may ask, well, what is it that you're looking to do? Ultimately, uh, the friends and I that I grew up with, we're, we've always been into music. And so I have a cousin of guys. You guys got to meet my cousin Du Bois. That's his IGN on, um, on the game. But he's a writer. So he's actually written songs for actual, you know, rappers and things of that that you've probably heard on the radio. And so he got into crypto early and started writing rap songs about crypto. And so if you look at some of the portfolio that I have, <laughs> it's, it's some of, it's some of the NFTs that Snoop was selling um, on OpenSea and things like that. So we're like, you know what, we need to open up a cafe in Upland where people can just come listen to music, uh, maybe put some of their, their music on there, give an opportunity to others to display some stuff that they create and make and, and just make a play where people can go that listen to things. Now that's really the stage that we're at right now is sort of developing the technology to allow people to go into a space and actually hear sound, like click on a, a CD cover or something and pick a song and listen to it. Um, right now that's kind of something I've been working on. I do have a, a IT background, um, not specifically in development or things of that nature. I'm more of a networker. Who works in solar now? So just, you don't. That's a rabbit hole. You don't even want to go down. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that it all ties in together because um, it now allows me to do some of the things and the freedom to be able to really truly invest in some of these things. And that is the goal: is to have a cafe, people that we can all come to. You can uh, and maybe just have like a radio station. So when you go in, you can have rooms for heavy metal, rock jazz art different different rooms that you walk into within that space um had been looking at spatial some of the others that you know real uh la node and those those places are using but there are some other places that are specific to music that i think will make a lot more sense than those and so got to tie those in and then get it tied into the api with <laughs> up and some of that type of stuff so that's what we're working on but for the people listening and watching the show again i appreciate you guys having us on giving us opportunity to have that visibility um, I know I see you guys at the show. I think this is two years in a row now that you guys were, were at the show. And so um, 
that community kind of knows me, but we want to bring this to the forefront and just bring people in and say, hey, you see the idea. If, if there's things that you do that kind of contribute to that and you, you're interested, reach out to us. You know, um, I posted my IGN in, in the uh, chat there on YouTube, I believe it is, but um, I'm always open to um, different people coming in and I don't consider it to be stepping on toes. I, I like to do things as a community. That's the benefit I see with Upland now is that not everyone's going to come in to be trading property. Not everyone's going to come in to deal with cars. You know, everyone's going to come in to deal with real world things. Yeah. And there's some of the pictures from there. <laughs> um, but that that's kind of the, the beauty of this game is that it, it's going to start to, to to be similar to the real world where we all, some people buy property, some rent, some people lease property, some people drive cars, some people race cars. You know, you can get in, kind of do what you want. I do hope they always keep the, the, the ultimate goal of having to either own or rent a property just like real world. So we don't want people in the virtual world homeless. But as long as you continue to tie it into the original uh, mission of the game, I think where we span and spawn off to are, it's great. Um, it brings people in and, and, you know, the ideas are just limitless. So, so when you're, I know you don't live in that neighborhood anymore, but you know, when you're back home in the stomping grounds, visiting friends and family and and you're interacting with their neighbors and and talking to them about the Mm -hmm. game and what you're trying to do, what's the reaction that you get first off? It's it, it's it's literally a are you serious to like and, and mind you my friends they know me I'm, I've always been the IT guy the techie the geeky type of person so it's not you know the virtual portion is not something weird to them what's weird to them is is just understanding what ownership is in a virtual world, you know, and understanding the value of it. Cause to them, it seems like, Hey, you're playing a game and okay, it's paid you some money back or whatnot, but I don't see something that I can truly get into. So then I tell them stuff like, Hey, well, I, I bought your house. So look, I built a house on your, your actual house. They're like, well, let me see, zoom in. Oh, you know, and then that's where that curiosity then sparks when it becomes ownership. You know, if I can go and show you your actual house, you have a little bit more incentive in your skin in the game. But um, for others, it, it, it varies. You know, um, I, I tend to have more more um, success convincing people who are just into crypto, who understand that technology is the future and that these are the spaces people are going to live in in the future. And so it's better to get in a little bit early than to wait around and figure out what they're going to do. And I finally ended with this. is I, I use this analogy is that if you were able to play uh, let's just say, um, for instance, what is one of the bigger games, Call of Duty, um, in the first initial phase or, or the rough draft of that game, you too would be questioning whether or not you should be involved in this and why it's taking so long to do that and why are people walking through people and why does it look all weird and tricky. Um, we're, we're in that phase of a, of, of a game or of, of a world and we're running into the bugs. We're running into some of the, the shortcomings and, and things that come with investing and in, in creating these types of environments. And so if you're not really built for that, just, you know, pull out and come back a little bit later. I know you may, you may get capped on your upics, but th- this is just not the time for you. But for the people who kind of like to build early and then watch things blossom and grow, this is the perfect opportunity for us because we're building a world and I- I'm all for it. You know? <laughs> uh, I like that. And, and you're using your referral link each time, right? Correct, correct. Um, I'll go ahead and put that in the uh, – <laughs> right, yeah. I, that kind of went over my head. I'm, I'm trying to be a little too serious here. I, I, I'm, I, I get – after having that audio issue, it kind of throws me off because I'm, I'm a real stickler for getting things right. And so <laughs> oh, I get, I'm trying to make sure. 
Yeah, yeah. but no, I mean that I, that that's good that you're out there talking to people that you interact with, and you know, definitely you that that's a good starting point for you know new players is to use that referral link to get that bonus of fifty dollars. You know. Right, right. And I wear my, you know, I wear all my Upland gear everywhere I go. So just, you know, people ask questions about just things like that from a T-shirt to a hat or anything that you have. You know, um, people are just always curious. And, and for me, particularly, people know, hey, he's always looking for something new. So the people that are looking to invest, things like that, they come to me for things like that. So I try to I try to make sure I vet things properly just so that I'm not like really going all in. But the people that have, have kind of taken my advice in the past have, have not had much much uh that that road to, to to speak of so um i feel comfortable um kind of just diving into this and, and being prepared because for me this is a five seven eight year sort of journey so i'm not looking that to, for the world to to be changed tomorrow i'm looking okay five six seven eight years down the line where will we be now are we going to have the vr glasses as we drive in an uber so now we can actually see the virtual world of upland while we go somewhere or you know these are the things that i'm really interested in um Wait, i so, think that's so you're possible telling me you're, you don't get upset when they announce something and you think it's dumb because it has no impact on the game today and tomorrow in the next three days yeah if you're if you're into software development no you, you don't you don't get too upset with that but if you if you have it. I get the people who are just into process. I hear this. They tell us this. It should be done. It doesn't work that way in software development. And and once people start to realize that and the resources it takes to get things to the level you see it at at the finished product, you you, you get an idea. But that's our opportunity, you know. And, and I hate to tell people. I always use this analogy with crypto. I tell my family, I'm like, look, ten years from now, I'm going to be in Belize somewhere on, on my yacht, hanging out. And you're welcome to come with me and be on my yacht, or you can invest now with me and have a yacht as well. Your choice. Just don't talk to me ten years from now. Well, why didn't you tell me? Why, you know? So I give them that sort of analogy, and it's up to them to make the decision because. Honestly, I save. I, I don't go out and buy Starbucks. I, I make uh, folders. You know, I buy the seven ninety nine card. You know, I do all these little things to save money so that I can invest it into the game. And I and personally, I buy secondary USD, flip them off UPX. So that's where I get my little margin from, and I use that to reinvest in the game. You know, it's just a process I use. So, are you going to buy some Hyde Park Ninja Coffee though? Ninjava. The Ninjava. So the the Hyde Park Ninja is another, uh, another uh, L.A. community, actually, uh, recently coming out with their own roast, which should be competitively priced, so shouldn't put you out too much. Should still be able to well, I actually it. have some. Oh, okay. I actually have some. Yeah, I oh, got the kit with the, with the backpack, so I, ha- I actually have it sitting over there somewhere. But nice. I ran, I ran through, yeah, yeah, I ran through the actual coffee. So I'm going to be hitting you guys up. I saw them in the, uh, I saw them in the, uh, in the thread in the comment section. So I'm going to hit them up, get some more, because we have some, we have some actual um, ideas for them. So if they'd ever like to do a meetup in Hyde Park, just keep this in mind. I know a guy that owns a lot of property there, and he has a property. Right where the train is, it's literally right on Crenshaw and High Park. And you're talking real life. He owns property in real life. Yeah, so you can have your meetup. You can come oh. have like a High Park Ninja. Now, if they want to have a mini dojo, it's right there. Per, you know, it's right there where the train, the new train, just got built. So I, I definitely, and I talk to those guys. They know how to contact me. So good seeing you guys virtually as well. Um, they're doing big things. I think I got about almost 
12 properties. I'll be gaining more in Hyde Park because in, in L.A., that's sort of the, the new up-and-coming growing area. So uh, it's sort of matching what they're building in the virtual world, and I see a lot of potential there. Wow. You know, unmented, unmented properties in Hyde Park. I tell people this oh, yeah. all the time. You know, I'm, I'm constantly looking for bargains. <clears throat> now, that's the interesting thing. You say in 10 years you want to be in Belize. In 10 years, I want to be on the side of the mountain in Costa Rica. Because, like, right up on the mountain, it's 70 degrees all day long. You don't need air conditioning. You don't need heat. The wind comes through. You just leave your windows open. You put your mosquito nets up. So it's interesting. We can at least fly our private planes back and forth to see each other. As long as I can get there in my boat, I'll I'll come see you. You know, um, and and keep in mind we're going to keep our home here in the states, um, but we're going to kind of travel based on the weather. So when the hurricane's coming, we're coming back home. Absolutely, <laughs> the weather's beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah, there's more requests for uh, for the picture. I think it should just be the yeah. the, the show background at this background. Point. <laughs> I agree. I like Simone. Uh, is it Dak? that's Dak in the back? Dak in the back, and like, that's Shaq's oh, arm. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I encourage people to come to Genesis Week, man. It's it's. I don't think people realize like the benefit of just being around other people that really kind of see the vision. And um, like I said, you guys are le- are are at the forefront. Um, the production you guys do with this, the information you provide. I just, as a, as a player, want to thank you guys for, one, inviting me on the show, but for also being there weekly. I know it's tough. We've seen from different uh, sort of uh, people that have been on YouTube and different streams and whatnot. It, it, life kicks in, and if there's anything that we can do to help you, support you, admin things, IT things, always feel free to reach out to me. We'll keep Gramercy Park and, and so kind of in the comments and tell people because it's a cheap place to get in if you guys just want to come build, have some fun. It's, it's not one of the bigger nodes where it's 30, 40, 50 bucks to get in. You're at 10 bucks and you're in. And we're giving out a car every quarter. So that's something we do promote. We give out a car to, to a member every quarter. So if, if nothing else, come see what we're, what we're doing with our raffles because that, that's fun as well. Yeah, no, definitely um, after the show, I'll definitely be there minting some properties for sure. Well, actually, no, I, that's a lie because I got to get back from Berlin. I'm still floating in Berlin and I got to make a stop in Nashville so I can pick up some properties there because there's still collections in Nashville you can mint like pretty easy. Yeah. They're, they're blue collections, but still collections yeah, of collection hey, and, it boasts, and it boosts. So. I would be surprised if they weren't selling for under mint, though, on the second I, I've looked. Um, not so much. I, I keep checking. If there are, I grab them. If not, I'll stop by on my way over to L.A. Gramercy. Yeah. Might have to see if we can't get Gramercy in the XNet. There you go. We, we can work on that. So like I said, guys, always feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm open to any of the new ideas. Um, that's sort of my thing. I understand it, it takes time and only difference is is that um, I'm a guy that's going to be around. So uh, this is not just this year. I'm going to have that 10-year Genesis Week stamp. I'm going to be probably one of the first or few. <laughs> so Let's get, go. get to know me. This beard will be fully gray by the time that comes around. <laughs> so it's, it's getting there now. But <laughs> So there. let's play this. Near-term, short-term, long-term, what are you hoping for in Upland then? Well, near term, um, for one, I'd like to just get these sort of little short term issues that is, I think, you, and I don't know if I missed the portion where you guys are speaking on the uh, Upland Exchange, but, you know, kind of get some of these bugs worked out um, as far as what the TOS is and how we plan to proceed going forward. 
Um, I understand you started with the policy and then things kind of changed because your direction changed, but I think there should be more clarity to the people who are developing in the game. What like, are you, this is, you know, uh, can you clarify a little bit more? I'm curious, like what you're, uh, are you, referring to. Specifically we, we haven't hit, to we haven't hit the Upex uh, spark exchange discussion just yet. We have not yeah, done. and that's my thing, and and I don't want to really sort of start to speak in third person or <laughs> or speak on things that aren't factual. So what, what I'm saying is is that I think there there can be better communication with those developing in the game and kind of working in co- in in unison with the owners of the game or the people that are really behind the scenes doing the real work with the game itself. Um, instead of working, um, it's it seems like. It, they're not necessarily rowing in a different direction, but not everyone's rowing sort of in the same direction. Uh, we're spanning off in some good directions, but if we can just get a good uh, timeline, I know in crypto they usually give you their, their four quarters ahead. This is what we plan to do. Uh, maybe even if we can get that on the on the releases of cities. You know, once people have a, a sort of calendar of what they need to do, then they can start planning ahead, especially those that are developing. Like me, um, for instance, and I don't want to get into a personal thing, but we've been reaching out trying to get a marketplace set up, things of that nature. And we've seen others complain about things like this. And so not to get into a complaining thing, I'm very happy with the game, but I would like to see a little bit better communication and, and a little bit and a, and a let's just say I say a one year. We can do it one year at a time, maybe a one year forecast of what the plans are. And we stick to that. Um, if there's a change, make it a community vote. Um, this is what we're thinking. This is why we want to make this change. This is, you know, um, yeah. I like that. Okay. I get awesome. it. No. I like to hear myself talk, guys. So you guys, you got to cut me off. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is good stuff. Uh, and, yeah, the yeah. community uh, likes hearing you talk. So, no, it's yeah. been really good. Yeah, and I'm one to speak for the community. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, some and, and you saw, the, and I think you guys saw this at Genesis Week. You have quiet folks, you know, and you have your guys that are a little bit more reserved. And then you have those that will come out and just talk to you, you know, like our guy Jones D. <laughs> He'll yeah. come Jones? And just talk no, exactly. just Jones, not Jones D. That's Jones. Just with Jones. No, no Jones D, just Jones. And that was yeah, – I'm not speaking he, about He, he knows the joke. He knows the joke because <laughs> I kept saying it to him. Yeah. He's like, no, <laughs> it's just Jones without the D. Um that can go to our meat joke, guys, without the D. But no, um, again, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you guys having me. Again, if anyone wants to reach me, I'll go ahead and post the link to the Discord in the channel. Um, please reach out. if you, um, And even if it's outside of this game. I'm a huge crypto person. I trade at night. I don't sleep much. I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> Shout out to High Park Ninja. But, Get that Ninjava. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, I, I try hitting you. I tried pinging you in Upland, and it says your chat wasn't enabled in Upland. Yeah, that has to be a mistake. Um, I, I saw a few issues earlier. Was this today? Uh, the other, the other day when other I day? when I first reached out to you on Discord. So two okay. days ago, or yeah, yesterday. So yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, I think there was an issue with it because I, I okay. had someone else mention to me in Discord that there was something going on. But if, I'll reach out to both of you. I'll send an invite. If you add yeah. me, great. Um, if, uh, if you tell me go to hell, I'll screenshot it and put it oh. on somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Screenshots are king. No. But yeah, definitely check out Gramercy Park in L.A. Yes. Definitely buy some properties yeah. there. Crypto I'm going to go some right now. And just so you know where it's at, the NFL Stadium in L.A., it's directly east of there. That's it. That's okay. the second neighbor east of the NFL stadium. So 
Um, very nice neighborhood. Take a look at the street view. You'll see, you'll kind of see, um, I always tell people by Southeast to Northwest value purposes. That's kind of how you want to look at it from the, from, from a, uh, overall border standpoint, Southeast, I'm sorry, Southwest to Northeast. My apologies. I'll head in. South, South, Southwest West to Northeast. Northeast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bottom um, portions. The further you go south in California, you're kind of getting closer to the water. So just the value, you know, the house. You can, you can kind of All right. So it's next to the football stadium? Yeah. Yeah. If you look, if you look at the map view uh, uh, and where the stadium is. Okay. Yeah. So if you go to your right, which would be east on the map, you'll notice okay. that little, and you'll see the square like that's behind my head here. Yeah. So you own the house that you were born in. What yes. would it take for you to sell it? Oh, um, now as a crypto guy, everything's for sale, gentlemen. Uh, I love that answer. Yeah, but what will it take? I love that answer. What will my director be? And someone was like, man, you got one of the coolest. I don't know if you guys saw the old director B I had, um, but it was like a, a guy with a hoodie on and had a cigarette in his mouth. And, it was, and it's an actual NFT I own. So now that okay. we're able to get exchange, you know, uh, to add Ethereum to the game, I'm actually going to pull that in and create a second B off of that. But, um, just in general, um, everything's for sale, guys. Um, if you if you if you have more value in the house, I'd actually have more value in going to buy the real house <clears throat> because <laughs> the guy that bought it, we actually know the person that bought the house after us, and so we've seen it afterwards. If you take a look at it, um, and you can just go on my IGN to see the home address, but the dude did an amazing job on that house. Um, he's a firefighter along with my cousin um, here in LA. So now that's um, even better. Not only did you buy the home that you grew up in and were born in, but mm-hmm. it's your home address in Upland. Correct. Yeah. And then that I have, I think about two or three people in the group that have their home address. So, um, don't want to mention what's his Gabri Neo who stole one of our properties and he sniped one of our properties that we were trying to do the mm-hmm. same thing for. So I have a buddy that got out of the game. He was about to get about 10 grand's in 10 grand, 10 grand in the game because he really saw the potential lost his house and it's like you know what i'm good if things that like that can happen that would be so tough that would be very tilting i'm not gonna lie yeah and we've offered Wait, him about, it i think out? it's 300 bucks is it sold out? Like, no no it, I, I think they're it's sold out as far as the uh minting is concerned but if you look at it the for sale usd you can get some steals okay yeah, just so there's a couple of FSA I see for sale, but or for uh, mint, yeah. right? Okay, all right. But definitely, thank you so much, Crypto Worm, for taking your time hanging out with us tonight. It was such a pleasure meeting you at G Week and hanging out, talking with you, meeting your cousin. It was such a great time, and I'm glad that we were able to make this happen sooner rather than later. Definitely, definitely. Um, I just encourage everyone to, to let, let's grow this community. Um, the, I understand, you know, a lot of people have been in this a long time, but that's kind of what these things are about. Um, we're building something different. And, and, and keep keep in mind, I, I monitor Dab Radar. I see the activity. I look more at overall traffic in the game, and, and we're about as solid as any of the other metaverses can get. And so it looks very good, and, and it may hurt, hurt our bottom line early, but just look at our long-term potential. Start zooming out, people. You guys are too zoomed in. You know, you guys are looking at day like by that. day, day by day chart. Zoom, zoom out. Look at the yearly chart, and you'll see the difference. So, thank you for having me, uh, and, and be glad to join anytime, fellas. Awesome. We'll, we'll definitely have you on soon. Uh, take care. Hang out backstage if you can. I know you got other obligations. It, 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 I'm going to switch to my phone so I can stay on. So I'll be on for the rest of the night. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you, fellas. Bye bye. That 
I just minted. Oh, I didn't. I just bought. Bought one. There you go. Everybody, crypto worm. That's awesome. Crypto worm. And anyway, if you haven't liked or subscribed to the channel, definitely do that now. And don't forget, Hyde Park Ninjas will be broadcasting tomorrow night, Friday, nine p.m. Definitely check it out. They might be announcing a new roast that they got going on. Um. So let's talk about, oh, and you definitely don't want to miss next week. We have John Morris from the co-founder and CEO of Nowhere on. We're trying to figure out how to broadcast live in Nowhere along with broadcasting to everybody as we do normally live each and every week. So That will be so cool. We'll figure that out. Uh, I did play around in Nowhere um, last week for a couple of minutes trying to figure it out. Um, But yeah, still got some stuff to do. Yeah, I'm going to whip out some virtual reality. I got, I see, I don't know if it's the Oculus or the PSVR 2 or which would be the best VR. I, I, I mean, you don't even need VR. It's pretty cool. They use I your want ca- the VR. Well, I know you love the VR. You just need your camera and you use your camera and you, it, it's cool. I had fun. Definitely check that out. But yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out uh, for next week. Um, yeah, I was just looking at the HTC's got some real tip the boys with a like, folks. There you go. And, and thank you, community. I really do have to say that for, you know, the amount of subscribers we have versus the amount of views we get each week. We have a lot of engagement each week. And then the views to likes is also really high, too. So really appreciate that each and every week. Thank you so much. Thank you for everybody that comes here each and every week to watch us live and everybody that tunes in after the fact and even to the people that listen to us on the podcast and don't watch us on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch. So do appreciate that. Yeah. I don't, can you use VR in the cafes yet? I don't know. No. I'll be honest. I As much as I personally do enjoy VR as a concept, it's I, I I will buy the Apple VR set. I will probably buy another HTC. I have a VR computer, um, a VR capable computer. I am intrigued by the tech. I long live the podcast. There we go. Um, I really just do not see it being any sort of mainstream anytime soon. I think the peripherals and the cost have to be significantly different. And even then, um, I think we're going to start to see a backlash of technology. Um, And as a technologist, like this is uh, something that I'm watching very carefully, is I think people are starting to realize like they don't want to be, especially after COVID, right? I think we had this collapse of society with COVID that kind of brought everybody in. It did get us all connected more virtually there was a huge push for that, but I feel this like societal push, like nothing compares to G week. Nothing compares to being able to meet people face to face in real life. Did you have a sandwich? <laughs> I, I, Were you sandwiches? I think it was just, no, I, I, I did was, not have a sandwich. It's been a long day. Last two days I've traveled for work. Um, very long days, kid activities as soon as I get home, I'm just spent for the week. So no sandwiches involved tonight. <laughs> but I think that we're going to see um, as kind of a society that we're, we're really not, people are not going to want to adopt virtual reality. They aren't going to want 
to isolate themselves. I think that there's going to be an overall rejection of that technology. I think even with the mixed reality, which I think is going to be more prevalent with like, you know, mixed reality uh, eyeglasses, that, like the Google Glass and some of those things that can give you some of that interface. Those have much higher potential. Full virtual reality is too isolating. It's too cumbersome. It's too limiting. Plus, you need a ton of space to do it well. You need a 10 by 10 area of clean space to really capture it. With padded walls. Who has that? (laughs) With padded walls. Yeah, like... I I can't even get a... I I have a pretty good size house, and I can't even get a 10 by 10 space for myself. I'm like pushed off into the corner of the kids' playroom, which used to be like my room. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So I really, as much as I am going, and I I do support it, and I think it's a super interesting, uh, I don't see that being really a, a market differentiator. So any app, anything that's like touting VR is like, let's go. Um, I go. Mm. I think you're going to see more AR than VR in the future. Sure. Oh, 100 percent. I love AR. And I think I think Upland has a huge AR potential. I mean, even just on your phone, like a Pokemon Go, where, again, if you were in one of the cities that's released, being able to, I mean, imagine you're on your phone in uh, Vegas, in uh, Los Angeles, in San Francisco, and you're and you pull it up, and on your screen it overlays like who owns the house, is it for sale, things like that. Being able to do real life treasure hunts, we've talked about that. That to me would be really cool. If it had padded walls, we could run. Fatsumo, yes. All right. For the people listening on the podcast, as Thank Me Letter mumbled over that, Mochi said, if we had padded walls, we could have a VR game where we are in the Fatsumo wrestler blow-up outfits and have a game in the cafes. Yes, that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Don't we all? Yeah. Um, All right. So, more serious topic. We still have to get uh, Rodrigo on, but before we get to him... Uh, the biggest uproar in the Upland community over the past day has been the uh, Upex Spark Exchange. One of the founding members and lead person on it has been uh, banned from chat, banned from the Upland Discord server. Um, there's emails going back and forth. So what we'll talk about here is what we know of the facts. Uh, Upland did release a, a, a statement on it. Um, and it all surrounds a player making a statement on a non-Upland server, a private server, if you want to call it. Um, and community talk- server. It's a, it's a, a community, community server. server. Not, yeah, it's I wouldn't up- call it a private server right. because it's, it's very much open to the community. Correct, correct. Um, and they, uh, they were talking derogatory about an Upland team member. Um, and they're, you know, when, when you're part of, you know, the developer network, the UCN, uh, have deals with Upland, you're working on things with Upland, you have to conduct, conduct yourself in in some sort of manner, regardless of personal feelings about staff or interactions. 
And it's just not about the game and an overreach of the game. It is also, you know, you can get fired from your job depending on the company you work with for what you post on social media, what you put on the internet, the content that you create. You know, if it creates a bad image for the company or somebody that you're associated with or signed a partnership or a dealer deal with, you know, it, it has ramifications. Um, we don't know all the facts, but we, we know that, it's probably not in the best interest of the individual to do what they did. Yeah, it is unfortunate because I know that, you know, in this particular scenario, one, one actor, one, one bad actor um, has really put a lot of good work at risk, right? Like the, the spark exchange has been a a very valuable utility to a lot of people. Uh, The team who's been behind it is absolutely been working very hard on it. Um, And so it is hard to see that happen. But at the same time, everything you said is completely correct. When you are working in a capacity, in a partnership capacity, in um, any sort of third-party relationship capacity with a professional organization, you have to conduct yourself differently. That doesn't mean that you can't disagree. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with every single thing that's said. Lord knows that we've gone on record and said like, hey, we don't like that this happened or we don't like the way that this has been handled. But there's a way that you conduct it. And especially when you're interacting, and I know that there's a lot of, you know, people have different feelings about uh, the different team members. But the reality is that they are people doing a job. And if you are interacting with them in a partnership capacity, you I mean, first of all, you should always just be respectful of other people. I know that that's not how the Internet works. And it's not about getting canceled, Rob. It, it's about, you know, talking derogatory towards team members of a partnership that you have. I work in consulting. If I went online and I slandered one of my clients, I would be fired, like full stop, regardless of if I was right. If I went on and I was like, client XYZ is the worst, they are horrible, even if it was totally true and everybody I worked with knew it, like, oh my God, they are the worst. You can't publicly say that. Like, that is not an acceptable way to to kind of handle business. And as much as, you know, you'll hear me say Upland is, is, it's not just a game. I won't say that anymore. It's more than just a game. But if you're operating as a third party, it's definitely not a game. This is a business. And if you aren't treating your relationship with Upland as a B2B business, the business relationship, then you need to reevaluate what you're doing. Because you're no longer just a player. And you are a business partner. And to jump in, not to cut you off. Oh, yeah. No, um, no. Go ahead. But you are doing business to business with Upland. And you have your personal opinions. You just can't. You, you can share them publicly, but they have to be factual if you want to. And respectful. And, and respectful. So, you know, yeah. you, you can. I mean, we've been called into the. Um, to the owner's office, if you want to call it before, for us misunderstanding communications or the intent of stuff, because we always shoot from the hip, you know? Um, (laughs) And 
you know, we give them a fair challenge. And I've seen other players out there say, you know, say things that weren't the most flattering to Upland, but they had the facts to back it up. You know, if you're criticizing an Upland team member's, you know, personal, you know, personal appearance or a- a- anything like that, you know, just for, There's no for, reason to take for, it for no reason. There's no reason to take it personally, especially if you're no. doing business to business with Upland, you know, right. you don't say things like that in a public setting. You know, I've, I've never had issues with this player before, always had good relationships with this player. Um, but we all and, make and mistakes. We all have bad days. Don't get me wrong. We, we all, all have, have bad days, days and we but... all make mistakes. And, and so my understanding as well is that it's not just an isolated incident because I think from what I understand of the Upland team, like, and I know because we've dealt with some very difficult community members in the past um, who have gotten many chances. Um, it's been my, uh, not necessarily understanding, it's been my experience that Upland is willing to give people probably more chances than they honestly should. Um and so when you see kind of like the last thing that, that what was the straw that breaks the camel's back kind of situation, like know that this wasn't like, oh, this person has been 100% good and then had a bad day and said some stuff that they shouldn't have. And especially like if that person was like, oh, you know what? That's my bad. I just, I was, I was off today. I had a couple too many drinks and that's my bad. Like, and what you, is not unreasonable in my experience. That's and, all I'm saying. And what you don't know is the communications that were had behind the scenes. Um, there's there's a lot to it. But even when you're running something like that, you're you're putting the jeopardy of um, you're putting the jeopardy of your whole project and everybody's working on the project too. You're 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 the face of something. You know, you're the face of Upex World. I'm the face of the Upland Property. Well, we're the face of the Upland Property Experts. Um, but you know, we put in. We don't make any money on this, by the way. But <laughs> and no. one day there is potential for it. But that's one fine. Day. One day. But you one know, day. it. You have to. You have to conduct yourself in such a manner. You know, if you're just a yeah. player, if you're just a player, and you want to mouth Even off, then, that's fine. Right, well, look, you should. You should conduct yourself in a certain way, even if you're a player. But by no means do you have to. Like, but then you have to deal with the consequences. Getting banned from the from the public discord, being banned and shut up by the Upland team, it's very difficult to run any sort of community or be accepted by a community once you've crossed that barrier because you're you're blacklisted. You're you know, that's not something that people want to interact with. Like you've shown to be a toxic community member. People don't want to interact with that. That's not why we're here. Yeah. But there's more to the story. There's three sides to the story. There's Upland side, the player side, and the actual truth. Um, but, yeah, none of us saw it all. But there there is responsibilities in the way that you should conduct yourself in a business world. And, yes, you're, you're allowed to have your own opinions and thoughts. But the places that you express them has an impact and consequences and it's not about canceling and it's yeah now the future of the upland spark exchange not really sure but i know there's interested you know well here's what i'll say is like again uh as much as mossy's been like the front 
of it uh, in a lot of ways. There's a whole team behind it, right? It, it was not by any means a one-man show. I do know, I, I do have very, uh, I'm very confident that it will continue in some capacity. I know Stosh, who is uh, like the primary developer behind a lot of that, um, is still uh, actively pursuing options. And so if you are uh, an active, don't worry. This is not an FTX situation. I, I don't think your UPEX is going away. I, I really, I, I don't think um, that that's going to happen. But again, not my project. I cannot definitively say that. But I do, I do know that there are plans to continue it one way or another. And, so, and the uh, impact, if it goes away, is huge. It's just like when, you know, you had Upex World, when your developer sold the code to Upex World to somebody else out from under you, and then they let that project die because they got onto another project, and there was no data site for Upland for months, and nobody knew what to do. Yeah, so, I mean, that is, I mean, it's, it is it is interesting because, uh, you know, we know, specifically with the Spark Exchange, it's something that Upland has said that they were going to make. And having utility, essentially such a vital utility being sourced from the community is great in one sense that it frees up Upland to focus on other uh, utility creation. But it does put it at risk in a situation like this or like what we saw uh, with myself in Upex World where if a bad actor comes in, it can risk a project that could harm the community at large. Now, Again, I don't see uh, the Spark Exchange going away. Also, there are other Spark Exchange options, and I think that if uh, the USC went away, that there would be very quickly uh, a replacement for it in some capacity. Um, so I'm I'm overall not too worried about it. I, I do my, – my condolences go out to that team, uh, to the development team, and to all the people who put in a ton of work and effort on it. I know this is not – uh, the chapter or the, the kind of the story that they want attached uh, to their project. Like that's that I feel that as somebody who's had a project go sideways because of a bad actor, I feel that um, deep. So, and yeah, yeah. Um, it, it could be a short term thing. You know, there might be a short term impact, but there's going to, it's going to be figured out. I, I can't say one way or the other if the like what's going to happen to the Spark Exchange. Um, is it going to be under new ownership? You know, because it, it's one person out of a couple of owners, so there, there's a lot up in the air. Um, short term could be a slight impact. You know, they could come out on top with uh, you know a, a restructuring or another another place out there comes back in and takes their place too. So. A lot of different things going on. Sure. All right. So anything else before we bring on uh, Rock Drigo? No, that's awesome. I'm so excited that he's here. I thought we weren't getting him till. I guess it is the end of the month. It is the end of the month. It, it oh. happens quick. Hey, thank me later. It's the end of June. FYI. Is it the end of June already? Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so you, last week we had uh, Rock Drigo on. He, he broke down some neighborhood ratings, and we're at the end of the month, so we're going to bring him on and see what he's looking at with one day left in the month and what's coming up for July. What's going on, Rock Drigo? How you doing, my friend? 
Hello, very, very good. And how about you? Doing excellent. Awesome. Thank you for making time for us tonight. Um, so we got one day left in the month. What's it looking like for the na- Neighborhood Ratings Challenge? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, let me present there. Uh, it has been a, a, a great race. Um, window, entire screen. Yes, sure. There we go. But yeah, Howard Beach is basically taking the lead without any major um, competition. competition. Yeah. Wow. Basically, they it, it, and it's again understanding the the averages. They were uh, steadily growing, unlike Hell's Kitchen, that were the 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 whales that are trying to uh, increase Manhattan, and and they did a great job at the beginning, but. Basically, this jump was one that has been um, that made them in, go into a plateau and then start losing a couple of points. Uh, but yeah, Howard Beach is the one to go for this month. Yeah, no, I think your point is really great on the Hell's Kitchen because that is clearly the Chelsea crew, right? Like you can see Chelsea gets it, um, and then the the Chelsea whales go, "Hey, let's bump Hell's Kitchen." Um, and so they get that surge, but I mean, I, I know for a fact, I own probably five or six properties in Hell's Kitchen. No one ever reached out to me, um, about building, about decorate, about anything. I, 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 I'm pretty sure that I have Hell's Kitchen and I would have, cause I, Hell's Kitchen was one that I thought was going to be a collection. Let me see. Okay. So like, I can tell you like whoever's running that, like they're keeping it too secretive because like i don't i haven't heard anything about it because i can tell you right now midtown terrace reach out reach out to me i built i built all my properties i changed my home address like and we will continue to get it i think midtown terrace will be the first um san francisco san francisco collection Yeah. Uh, yeah. Green Turtle was, uh, he, he headed up the Chelsea and then he switched over to Green Turtle's been pushing it. Oh, really? Yeah. I have three, I, I guess I only have three properties there. I think the, the main issue with, with Manhattan in general and, and th- that community is that they don't have a, a, a server where they are uh, getting organized. Mainly, they kind of organize through the Manhattan channel in, in the Upland server. So, um, mm. yeah, for example, I, I have seen Howard Beach uh, do exactly what you were saying. They, they started reaching to everyone that uh, was either building or not building and, and ask them, hey, start building or try to help us. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 that could be an, another... Uh, interesting point that will add into the ratings uh, have a, a proper organization. Um, well, and it's not necessarily that because, and you know what, slacking on the Manhattan Channel. Spoiler alert: If you know anything about me, you know that I don't like Manhattan, so <laughs> I have no reason to go to the Manhattan Channel because I don't care. However, yeah. like. And no offense to Midtown Terrace, I would have never put my home as Midtown Terrace. Uh, not that I have anything necessarily against Midtown Terrace itself, but I would prioritize, you know, my, I have other notes. But because more cheese reached out to me, and in fact, uh, shout out to um, 
Gosh darn it! What's uh, what's uh, recurs? What? Oh my gosh! Uh, Mercer Manor. Mercer Manor. Uh, again, yeah. I was not going to prioritize my spark into Mercer Manor, but uh, Recurrier reached out to me and was like, "Hey, do you mind building on these properties?" And I was like, "Yep." And so I built ten townhomes, like because they reached out to me. That's because I don't have time to read a hundred thousand different channels and servers and stuff. If you're organizing one of these, you need to be going to the data sites, finding out who's owning these properties, and then reaching out and going, hey, like that's what it's gonna take to be top. Like, because I can guarantee the people in Howard Beach did that. Yeah, the community is going to make us better. Yeah. So again, if you are a community leader, if you're a community organizer, you need to take note of community leaders like More Cheese, like Recurrier, that are out there and not just passively going, oh, well, we're trying. No. You need to proactively be reaching out to your core members and recruiting and finding out what it's going to take, running spark trains, running competitions. Like That's the expectation that I would expect, especially as we see some of these bigger ones get into the tier two. And then as tier two uh, opens up in the next, I'd say six months. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. So if you look at the chart, so player Del Rey was over 13.45. Chelsea just peaked just over it. Howard Beach is just under it. Do you see the number going less and less as more communities, more developed communities are competing? Or do you see that as 13.4, 13.45 as the magic number to win it each month? Because Century City's just kind of been flatlined right there about that 13.75 mark or yeah, 13.36 mark. So you think it's going to be communities pushing up in July or it's going to continue to lower to Win it. Um, good question. I, I do think that uh, Playa Ray and Chelsea have lowered their score, so they will be around here. Uh, and uh, but going forward, since we are going to wait around six months to to get the the next race, or they are going to get into the next race, and, and they, they will have to get back all their resources to to keep up and. and compete against the the current uh, limited ones, uh, standard ones. Um, on the meantime, yeah, the, I think the, 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 all those points, all those um, variables that are needed, map assets, uh, residents, etc., will start shifting to other uh, neighborhoods. So uh, as, as more and more people are understanding this and that uh, we do need to reach out to the communities in order to really be able to grow, uh, I think, yeah, it, it will start shifting to places that uh, we, we might not in, uh, in, that are not in here yet. Yeah. No, this is great data. I really like this. Is this public somewhere? Like, is there a site that people can go to to see this? Yes, definitely there is. Um, I have it here. I tweet it every day from uh, Quailwood Upland. But you can go to Tableau Public and find uh, Rodrigo, uh, and you should be able to find it there. All right. Rodrigo, copy and paste the link, put it in the private chat, and I'll post it on the details oh, of yes. the episode. 
For sure. Let's do that. And then also we should connect and find a way to get this um, as part of uh, the UpEx World site for you. Yeah, that would be that would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, because then we can. I mean, we can put all your your information, everything. You know, obviously, get you all the credit and everything. But I think like this data, I think would be great uh, among the data mines and some of our you know uh, neighborhood stats and stuff uh, would go perfectly with it. And then, especially, do you have like do you write a blog or do you do any sort of streams yourself? Of because like this content. I am absolutely riveted by it. This is such, you know, interesting content to be able to talk about. Yeah, uh, I haven't thought about it completely yet. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I, I should be uh, able to create some kind of content and going to every city from basically all the uh, neighborhoods that we have. Um, I, I'm thinking about that, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. We can What's that top fifty hoods? The on the top fifty, yeah, I'm, I'm analyzing from the twenty one to the fifty. You can uh, move the thing here, the slider to change things. But we have the fifth, the top twenty uh, one to fifty positions. Uh, they, they have been lowering much, uh, most of them. So there is not much news. Uh, Sunland Los Angeles has been trying to to do something. Xnet, uh, Sunland's Xnet, right? I believe so. I'm I, not sure. I might have missed. <laughs> I believe Sunland so, is Sunland part. is like snack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're All right. Like was wrong. I was like, yeah, go Sunland. So yeah, they they, they are getting there, but uh, yeah, basically, I'm uh, creating different tabs so that you can play with filters and things, and you can find out about your uh, exact um, neighborhood. So here. I already had selected Gramercy Park. So uh, talking about Crypto Worm, they, they were trying to do something, then I don't know what happened. He should know. Uh, they fell quite a lot, but they were able to recover. Um, hmm. So That's you fascinating. Can, you can play, yeah. I selected so now, Oh, man. Hmm. Let's look at Alamo Square, the, the first community built community. Oh, I don't want to look at Alamo Square because I know we've had. Well, I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Because we yeah, all we started and then we all ran off somewhere else. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man. look at that. Yeah, we were at. We were high 12. Still not bad. All things considered. Um, yeah. Yeah. We have a high build percent. We have the landmarks, which are huge. We have uh, one meta venture. I think we could get more, uh, but we we lost a lot of home addresses. Home addresses play a big, big part in that. Yeah, and and I think uh, as we were saying before, uh, shifting is going to be interesting in the in, in the following months uh, because the community is going to help the community, and uh, at the moment that you want to re. Coop and, uh, and 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 grow. Then uh, basically, what you were saying before: reach out and, and and start doing something, doing some events, and get people around to help. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. Like once that gets settled, and then uh, meta ventures. I think meta ventures are going to start playing a, a large part. Um, I, I'd be very curious, like the analytics, because no. like. I like we this right here. Cool. Sorry to cut you off, but oh, I, no, God, I, God. look at this chart. I like this. 
So yeah, the top 100 hoods and uh, colored by city. So who has which city has the most uh, neighborhoods in the ratings? It's San Francisco, followed by Manhattan, then Los Angeles, then Queens, Chicago, Detroit, Rio de, Rio de Janeiro, Kansas. Um, yeah, and then wait, we. So wait, L L A. Can we pull up uh, Lake Balboa? I'm curious where Lake Balboa is. It's in L A. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. It's not in the Winnetka, Beverly Woods, Chatsworth. Can you pull it up in your other thing? have to go to your other graph. Oh, yeah. I've got you. Um, and which I, one? Uh, Lake Balboa. It's a huge, it's it's a big, it has a lot of potential, I think. Um, it's in Los, yeah. uh, Los Angeles. Oh, it is in Los Angeles. Oh, it's, it's called, yeah, it's called Lake Balboa. Yeah, it's called Lake Balboa. Los Angeles. Lucky Balboa. There yep. you go. All right. There we go. Hey, you're, still, you're doing But things. that's because it's so huge. It's right. so huge. But that, you know what? I believe that was when there was one or two Meta Ventures approved. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. So people are loving the data and love having you on there, Rock Drigo. Yeah. Thanks. No, this is super cool. I, I definitely really like this segment. Uh, the neighborhood ratings of, you know, something I've been really excited about. Like, it's really cool gamification from Upland. I think it, I don't think people quite appreciate the fact of, like, this does, in a sense, it doesn't add utility. I want to be very clear, and I have gone toe-to-toe with <laughs> um, the the founder, Edon himself, on the definition of utility. We agree to disagree. I do not agree that this gives buildings utility, but it does give it a little bit more purpose and uh, value by having it related to the neighborhood. To me, this isn't necessarily utility um, because you can't utilize it in any way, shape, or form, but it does have more benefit now. Now there's a real reason to have properties built out and good ones, not just building a bunch of micro houses. Although I know that you view that slightly differently you would rather have a micro house everywhere and then start upgrading probably. But who me? Yeah. The, the, for, for our average, for rolling averages purposes, if you want to have a steady growth or, or what was crypto worms uh, strategy, it was not rap. It was like disco. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to have that steady growth, uh, you cannot start with apartments and, and showrooms and factories. You would have to start uh, slow if you plan it correctly, and yeah. uh, the first ones would be micro houses, if possible. And in the, in those, of course, in those properties that wouldn't fit a small townhouse. If it's if it's if it fits a small townhouse, build a small townhouse, not a macro. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's super cool. Hi, I really like this. I definitely hope that we can do more. I, I would love one day to be able to integrate the two data sets of like, I would love to know what that spike was, right? So if we could, if we can find a way to integrate that with home address changes, if we could find a way to integrate that with meta venture creation, uh, building completion, things like that. Yeah. Like, and to be able to actually show like, you know how they do like New York, like the stock exchange where it's just like, here's a spike and then a news article like, Oh, this might be related to like why it had a peak or a valley. 
kind of yeah. thing. Like, oh, boom, hey, three MetaVentures approved for Lake Balboa. Oh, okay, that's that's probably why we saw a spike there kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be wonderful, yeah. It would be a game changer, right? It would be, it would be amazing to be able to see that on a week-by-week basis uh, on Deltas. That would be, we need to make a list. You know what? We should work together to figure out what the criteria are. And then on a week by week basis. So if it's like spark hours per property, meta ventures home, like if we could then coalesce that data every week and then we could actually print out a report that says here was the Delta. And then we could start tracking that against the numbers, um, I think would be huge. Definitely. So what are you looking forward to in July? Um, well, okay. Be, before we go to July, let's talk about what Quailwood's doing. Yeah, uh, we def- had- definitely want to pump your Quailwood. What you guys got going on? It, it, it's exciting. Well, Quailwood, so. show us your Quailwood. Yeah, let me go to the top twenty hoods and mm. like this one. That was a subtle flex. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to search for all of them. We're top twenty. <laughs> we're top 20 now we are number 10 right now number 10 and we've been kind of steady going uh we are as uh as community uh, people are also helping a couple of other nodes so we haven't had uh growth right now but we are trying to 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 shift that into into the future um so try to get into hopefully the standard collection status by uh end of the year um, so we were preparing a very, very nice uh, party for our second anniversary next month. Uh, unfortunately, the the Upland uh, server has been having some difficulties, and and they, their server changed some database stuff. So we won't be able to run it next month. Mm-hmm. But we are going to have. Wait, why? A, um, what do you need? Uh, the, the ability to track uh, the the scavenger hunt. So I give you a clue, then you visit that property, and when when you do visit that property, you can go back to the server and get the next clue. Hmm. So yeah. you're just missing data, or what is it? Let's talk offline. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk I have after all, show on that. I have every send. I have every send that's ever been done in Upland on Upex World. All right. So basically, what we want to achieve uh, is a party with. If this yeah. connects, talk about oh. the party. You got you got a lot of people giving lots of uh, prizes yeah, to yeah. help celebrate. So that that's exciting in itself too. We already have thirty one people giving away prizes. So basically, the scavenger hunt is not the usual scavenger hunt that you get. is based on map assets and structures. So uh, you will have to find out if there is a um, rare piece, a rare chess piece set uh, set on one type of building, and then you have to visit that one to, to in order to get the next clue. Mm. And uh, I, I've, I've been working with a lot of people to try to get... Uh, uh, no, sorry, we started with seven prices only, and uh, the community started helping a lot. So right now, I think wow. we have kind of 5 million uh, worth of UPX in prices. Uh, wow, that's me... huge. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's brilliant. So uh, you can see the, the first 11 prices here from 
50,000 UPX by you guys. Thank you very much, Upland uh, Property Experts. Uh, you, you are also donating. Uh, but yeah, we have uh, Block Explorers. We have... Um, well, wait, wait, wait. Upex World wants to put 100,000. <laughs> All right. There you does go. That put, does that put that, Upex That puts you at number top? one. That puts you at number one. I just want to be number one. That's all he wants is number That's one. That's all I want. <laughs> all right. I'll put, I'll put 100,000 from, from Upex World on this. Let's go. Upex World. Nope. Upex.world. There you go. And we'll help you out with your scavenger hunt too. We we got all the data, whatever you need. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, so uh, hopefully we can we can make it. Uh, also, Jacqueline is is helping a lot of uh, people from other meta ventures and and um, and nodes. So thank you for all all, all oh, of you guys. I'll throw an OG uh, anvil in too. Say again. I said I'll throw an OG anvil in from myself. Oh well, then you got to throw in a test tube. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! Right now, I'm getting into a competition of who can give it more stuff away. I'm gonna give everything away. <laughs> yeah, no, hold on to your horses. It's already a very, very big list, and yeah, it's it's going to be a brilliant uh, party. Uh, we have been a very close community, close and mature community so far. Two years growing uh, all our properties and all our spark and everything to try to get into that place. It was amazing to to really be in the top 20s when the, when the rating started. Um, and yeah, we, we are opening our servers to, to everyone in, in the next couple of days to start this party. There you go. Awesome. Um, really appreciate your time and always love the data that you put together for this. And I'm glad that we got this two weeks in a row. Um, We'll bring you back on next week as we kick off July. We'll be six days into July. Um, have you on after John Morris comes on from nowhere, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there and then uh, bring you on a couple times in July itself as we track the next neighborhood. And definitely want to track this Quail Wood celebration and see how that goes, and hopefully UpX World can help you guys uh, pull this off next month. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you very much. And yeah, happy to be here and see who's next on the ratings. Yeah. And uh, hang out backstage so we can talk offline, my friend. Yeah, definitely. Cheers. Thank you. All right. There we go. I love that. That's my, I love having that new segment. Yeah, no, super, super cool. I really enjoy it. It's fun data. I like fun data. Absolutely. So, and it's competitive. I like the comp. I, I love competition, and I really like how the competition drives community interaction. Like to me, that's great gamification. It's the exact kind of thing that drives the interactions we want to see from the community. Um, and for the most part, I would say it's overall very positive. I haven't heard very many like negative like people buying properties and destroying buildings. I have heard a couple. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, and it is hard because you can only have your home in one address and people have very limited resources. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of that. But, you know, it's all right. Yeah. Awesome. All righty. Um, other than that, do you have anything before we get out of here this week? No. Big things coming. Um 
I know Upex World has been uh, quiet for a little bit, but uh, we are going to have a lot of new features rolling out. Please go check out upex.world for all of your data needs. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to some really cool stuff coming out uh, in the not so far future. And don't forget, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern, the High Park Ninjas will be broadcasting live on YouTube. So definitely check out their show. They always love those guys and what they do. Next week, John Morris from Nowhere will be here. And uh, we'll have much more. And we'll have uh, Rodrigo back to talk mm-hmm. about uh, the neighborhood ratings, the kickoff of July, who's leading the pack, mm-hmm. getting out of the gate. And don't forget, in two weeks, thank me later, you have to figure out a show by yourself because I will be out of the country. Oh, no. All right, fam. (laughs) You know what? I'm about to do a lovely ladies of Web3. I'm calling on you, Zilla Simone, Shaq, Cheese. Where are my my ladies at? Copycat. Huh? Copycat. Blue Uh, Ring. Not copycat. Get out of here. We'll get out of here. (laughs) Ladies round table, two weeks. Let's go. Part two. Part two. (laughs) Part two. Everybody be safe. Have fun. We'll see you next week from nowhere. The Upix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host too stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing a strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX.